Straight Ballet podcast, or should we say the Rodcast tonight, as I'm here with Jason Cohen and Tanya Bondurant to discuss the career of Alex Rodriguez, which will be ending later today. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Hey, sure. Yeah, good. Good, good. But we also have a special guest from the comments section, longtime friend of Pinstripe Alley, uh, Sean. How you doing? Hi. I'm I'm here with the hot A Rod take. Oh great. Let's go let's dive right into it. What's your hot A Rod take? Steroids are awesome. <laughs> Excellent. People no people clutching their pearls around the world right now. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. I think it just made some people faint. <laughs> oh my stars. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, steroids aren't really that awesome. Like, don't do them, kids. If there's, if there's children <laughs> listening to this podcast, then don't do not do steroids. They're, they're bad for you. They're totally not good for you, but if you're already doing them... Continue. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, I'm not going to tell you to stop now, but don't start, is what I'm getting at here. It, it, um, it's like with cigarettes. Like, people people love smoking. Like, it makes you feel great, but, like, don't get into it. Don't do it. Right, yeah. This is a- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly like it's like heroin. Like when, once you start doing steroids, you you, you can't stop. It's but there's like dimin- diminishing returns and it, like heroin. I've never done heroin, guys. Just <laughs> so if we, have, if, if we have any heroin addicts out there, sorry, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, you, I mean, you guys should probably get some help. Um, <laughs> go go to like a methadone clinic or something. But. <laughs> and the Alex Rodriguez this, this podcast. podcast went off the rails in 30 seconds. <laughs> Got to be a new record. The Alex Rodriguez podcast is off to a roaring start. <laughs> You're oh welcome, America. God. Steroids good, but also bad. But also, don't do heroin unless you already are. <laughs> do drugs, kids. Do drugs. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Oh. But we're actually here more to talk about just the glory that is the career of Alex Rodriguez, which will be, again, coming to an end on uh, Friday night. And kind of a weirdly quick fashion, it all kind of de-escalated rather quickly from just like one week ago, we're like, oh, Alex Rodriguez is going to have a press conference on Sunday morning. And then he's like, yep, I'm being forced out, basically. And Joe Girardi and Cashman are like, yep. Despite the fact that he's not the worst person on this team. Nope. He's he's pretty no, bad. Not by a long shot. He's pretty bad. Not the worst person, but pretty bad. Hicks. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Hey, we. we... Listen to you, buddy. Yo, Aaron yeah, Hicks okay. sucks. <laughs> he Hot sucks. Not good. Hot Hicks. He is really bad, and um. And I hate his face. And I hate his face. I would. Pretty good arm though. I'd punch it. Yeah, he's a one-tool. Player, congratulations. He's got one tool that he never uses because no one runs on him anymore. Because <laughs> Oakland was the only idiots that were like, let's just keep running because there's no way he can get us out again. And since like May, what, what has he done? Garbage. I mean, damn nothing. He did have the, like the fastest throw from the outfield ever recorded. So <laughs> yeah, that. he's the Aurora. Yeah. Devil's advocate all night here. Five, but... <laughs> like uh, Aroldis Chapman. Whoa! <laughs> Hashtag this. All right, yeah, I'm not going to defend their oldest chapman. No, okay, we are definitely not going to bring that guy's the worst. <laughs> we are definitely worst. He's not on the team anymore. That's yeah. the last we're going to talk about. Podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back back to people we actually like. Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> he was a dude. Yeah. He had some dingers. He was great. That's Good player. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it just sucks the way that, like, I mean, is A-Rod that much worse than Teixeira? No. But Teixeira is, you know, playing every day. He's batting, like, third. And then A-Rod's basically been on the bench for however long. And then they're basically just like, okay, yeah, we're going to need you to get on the bat here. A-Rod also doesn't play a position like Teixeira does. But. Yeah, but it's not like they have anybody breaking down the door to DH. Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez can catch. Yeah, but then what are you going to do with what McCann? What do you do with McCann, McCann then? is not good. 
<laughs> well, you're not going to bench McCann for A-Rod at this point. McCann is better than A-Rod. <laughs> McCann is barely playing. Good. Good. <laughs> Rough. It just seems like A-Rod is being used as a scapegoat to say, like, oh, there's a lot of, like, crap going on in this team, and we're getting rid of it. We're getting rid of it all. We traded away all these guys. Now let's get rid of Alex Rodriguez, finally. And now we're moving into a new era, an A-Rodless era. Uh, and it's just like, but, like, there's so many other people that suck more than him or just as much of him. And just, like, let's just all focus on A-Rod as usual. Well, like, my beef isn't even that they're, like, getting rid of him because that's fine. But, like, the least you could do is, like, play him for four games that really don't matter. Yeah, that, that'd be fine. I don't understand why yeah. that's such yeah. a Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I'm all for giving uh, Gary Sanchez some playing time, and it's been great, but, like, four games is not going to, you know, ruin him. Joe Girardi's not managing a farewell tour, except all those other times that he managed a <laughs> Right? To that time where Derek Jeter played, like, 100-and-something games at shortstop because, you know, because he was really good at shortstop, apparently. Well, yeah, also, also the way, so. also the alternatives were like Brendan Ryan and <laughs> that garbage. Sure, so, former but, state college spike Brendan Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always there's always a double standard. There's always a double standard. You know, Alex Rodriguez. The moment he struggles, it's like, oh, he's done. Get rid of him. Bye. Because mm. um, nobody likes him. That's the problem. Is that the, the fan base has never embraced him for whatever reason, and it's just easier to scapegoat him than somebody else that people might like more. Like, easier to dump him because then everybody will be happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're giving him the Robinson Cano treatment. Yeah, kind of. This guy sucks. Let's get him out of here. Everybody, get your pitchforks. Get your torches. (laughs) We don't want to pay this guy anymore, so he's a terrible person. Yeah, Exactly. And also, like, on the way out, we're going to be like, well, I mean, I don't know if we'll be able to get another job, because he kind of sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. just so unnecessary. Like, like you don't actually have to say that. Like, <laughs> it's okay to not say that. Not it's just amazing it. that, like, yeah, Joe Girardi will anything for his guys. He would protect his guys. But it just goes to show you how, like, just like that, he's, like, done with you. Like, A-Rod's going to get uh, released on Friday. Well, you're on your way out, so I've cleaned my hands of you. You're off my team. We and really it, like Hicksies at that. <laughs> and it is possible that, like, this is, like, a directive from ownership to, like, not have him play much, and Joe Girardi's just covering badly for it. But, yeah, really, like, really badly. badly. Yeah. I, I read something that they were like, oh, this is not about him being bad. It's like, what if he was really good? then things would be really awkward. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they're like, they're, like um, they're not playing him this week uh, because, you know, not that they're afraid that he's going to be really bad, but they're afraid that he's going to uh, be what like, if really he, okay. good. Like, what if he, like, hit a bunch of home runs and then it's like, well, bye. Yeah, that would be awkward. I mean, it's awkward either way, but it's, I don't know. To some degree, though, like, he can go out and hit seven home runs in the next seven at-bats. Well, he's not going to get seven at bats tomorrow, presumably, unless it goes to, like, 19 innings. But Make it happen. Um, <laughs> but if he goes out there and hits four home runs tomorrow, there's still going to be a significant segment of the fan base. going to be like, ah, good riddance. Glad we got rid of that guy. Like, <laughs> of course. That's um, like, limit to how awkward it can actually be. Because he only got us one, uh, one, one World Series ring. That's it. Only one. <laughs> only one that he basically won by himself. You've seen his stat line recently for the 2009 playoffs. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so good. And like, he's but still... you know, he he had a bad ALDS in 2004, and then they blew the ALCS that year, his first year with the Yankees. Even though he had a pretty good series in that ALCS, oh, because yeah. the team blew it. It's his fault. He was the highest paid player on the team. Screw him. Run him out of town. <laughs> that has been from the beginning. He was behind the eight ball from the second he arrived. And, of course, then you still get, like, garbage stuff, like the AP Sports tweet today, where it's like, A-Rod cost the Yankees $317 million for one World Series title. It's like, that's... 
That's not how this works. That's not how any That's of this works. Definitely the way they did the math, though. I think <laughs> I think I do remember the picture of uh, Randy Levine doing the math on his calculator, and I was just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we have to release him." Can we release Randy Levine instead? Is that an option? Would support uh, a rush president? No, that. Uh... That little patch of missing hair is like actually the one that's in charge of everything. And <laughs> if we lose Randy Levine, we also lose the the power patch. <laughs> the power patch. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it's kind of garbage that like they. I mean, I know that he hasn't played the field. That you can't let him play the field one more time. Like, no, right? No. Serious. Who who are we trying to prove prove to? Like, like the team sucks. The team is not doing anything. <laughs> God forbid you can just like show one game, make the fans happy. Like one he's inning, happy. put him in there one inning. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe he's planning surprise for the ninth inning in his last game. <laughs> Shortstop. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> well, it's I, really annoying how they've handled this, and like I, it's been I so clunky. About it. yeah. You know what I really hope happens? I hope that he signs on with another team, and then the Yankees actually start playing good. And they get really close to making the playoffs, and then A Rod comes up and hits a home run. They lose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No playoffs. We're really vindictive today. <laughs> that would that would truly be Spite Rod. Yes. Oh, yes. That would be that Spite would, Rod at last coming. That out. would be the most Spite Rod. <laughs> but it just it just is so so annoying that after you know. What was it, Sunday when he announced all this? And everything was great. Everyone had great feelings. Everything was going well. And then Joe Girardi goes out of his way, or at least the organization goes out of their way, and just blows this all the fuck up. Like, everyone was happy about that uh, that press conference and stuff? Yeah, well, just kidding. Actually, we are just lying the entire time. <laughs> He's never going to play. Look, he just he let his emotions get the best of him, and... Words came out. What? That he like, didn't mean. I'm sorry. That's not how your body works. You don't just sit there and it's like, uh, yes, if he wants to play, I will play him every game. I didn't oh, mean it. Oh my god. That's like those people that type things out and they're like, oh my god, I'm so angry. And it's like <laughs> you had the option of not typing that. <laughs> like, calm down. Yeah, it's kind of an unfortunate ending. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him get. One last hit, at least, on the game on Friday, which is not nearly a guarantee because again, dude kind of sucks. But yeah, like he's not good anymore. But it would be nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he deserves it. Yeah, somebody uh, needs to like, like pipe him in the ball. Get a get a pipe shot like uh, yeah. Adam Wainwright against Peter <laughs> in the All Star game. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, Adam Wainwright, come come over, come over, play Yankee Stadium for one game. <laughs> one day contract with the Rays. Yeah. Yes. Just somebody throw him a nice, like, not too fast, straight meatball. Just give him a single. Let's let him get a single. I mean, just, just don't throw it too hard. Don't get, don't get crafty with it. Just, you know. Don't be mean, Blob Chris it. Archer. Love it. Come on, give Chris Archer. Give him a nice, fat changeup right down the middle. Chris Archer, we saw how nice you were during the uh, the series in Cuba with uh, President Obama and all those people. So just consider this another act of kindness. <laughs> this is a diplomatic mission. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It just sucks because, like, the thing the thing is that like Alistair Rodriguez, he should you know be like lauded by this organization, and they are just kicking him out the door, and the fans are going with it, like. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, let's get rid of this guy. This bum that didn't do anything. Yeah, he was terrible for the entire time he was with the Yankees, obviously. All, all 13 years. He was really bad. That's why they were, you know, really upset that somehow they managed to extend him for 10 years. They didn't like him, and he was not good, ever. Never good. Never good, except for those MVPs and all-star He underperformed games. every single year. Only 350 home runs? Come on. Lame. If you really cared, mm-hmm. you you would have gotten 500 or something. If it was really that good, he would have stayed at shortstop. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, let's talk about that, about how everybody thinks that A-Rod's this awful teammate. Yeah, that's that's a that's shame. one of the big arguments of all these people who think A-Rod's a bum. He's just like, oh, he's an awful teammate, and Jeter didn't get along Selfish. with him. He so, sounds so, like dude came to the Yankees as the highest paid player in baseball, probably the best player in baseball at the time, and moved to a different position out of deference to Derek Jeter. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk shit on Derek Jeter because I love the man, but A-Rod is a better player. Mm-hmm. Like, and indisputably, he's a better shortstop than Derek Jeter. He's a far better shortstop at the time. Oh, and, and, and pretty much for his entire career, he was a better shortstop. For his whole oh, career, yeah, he stayed at shortstop. He would have been a better shortstop. He's probably he's probably, a better, he's probably a better shortstop right now, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, he's probably very much a much better shortstop right now. Uh, it's just like it just doesn't make any sense that like this is how this is how this is not even like how history will, will remember it. This is how. Right now, people, like, decide to ignore, uh, you know, facts and decide to create their own narrative. Well, it's just always been really unfair. Like, for whatever reason, like, he never got the amount of support or admiration or, what. like, even before the steroids. Like, mm-hmm. he was paid too much money. He was dating the wrong people. He you know, did some weird things, and <laughs> How dare so he wasn't the, like, vanilla diplomat that Cheater was, so people never loved him like they loved Cheater, even though it wasn't fair, and a lot of that has continued to, like, right this minute, because Cheater, who was terrible on his way out, like, nobody had an issue with that, uh, fine, because Jeter uh, never said anything. You know, as great as he was, he was so boring. Mm-hmm. There just he wasn't was a lot so of personality to it. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I don't, I don't really, I don't have an issue with them getting rid of A-Rod. Whatever. No. I just, I don't want them to insult everyone's intelligence on the way out. And be like, oh, I'm not here to manage a farewell tour. You batted Derek Jeter second. The entire yeah, season. Hey, who? Yeah. Uh, who else is gonna bat second, right? That, Literally <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Me, I could have batted second. Bat Roxy second. Yes. <laughs> that would be adorable. Yeah. Someone, someone made the, the argument that was like, oh well, A Rod's batting cleanup because you know, George Wright doesn't really care about lineup construction. Well, he clearly did a couple of years ago. Did he get over that? Because you know Derek Jeter needs to hit in the in the two hole because you know part of his contract. So that wasn't actually in his contract. I know. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I've never seen his contract. I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Who does he have one? Does he even have a contract? We don't know. <laughs> the annoying the annoying thing about A Rod too is that so much of it stemmed from the exact same bullshit we went through with Cano leaving the Yankees for a much bigger contract with the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Like A-Rod left the Mariners to sign this enormous contract with the Rangers. Cause they threw by far the largest contract in the history of sports at the time at him. Why and, wouldn't you take that? Yeah. And it was like, okay, what, what was he supposed to be like? No, I'm not going to take this. And yeah, yeah. like, no, nah, I don't want that contract. And the scary thing I is I want that all the money in the world. My, my integrity is too high. <laughs> What's crazy about that contract is that, so at least the initial contract there, if you go, go, and everybody who's listening to this podcast, do yourself a favor, go look up on Fangraphs. They have a stat on there where it tells you, they, I don't know how they calculate it, but they put a dollar value on a player for every year. So they, they convert war to money, basically. And for that initial contract that he signed with Texas, he was actually underpaid by that metric, like <laughs> seven out of eight years. Like, it's actually insane exactly. how much you... I mean, that'll happen when you're a three-time All-Star. I mean, yeah. MVP. People have this weird thing where, like, they want good players, but they don't want players to make money. Yeah. And it's like, the alternative is the owners keeping it, because that money still exists. So, like, it either exists for the players, or it exists for how to get his fourth summer home. Well, everyone, well, everyone will gravitate towards the establishment and the owners of the establishment. So, you know, it's just like 
well, what is this guy doing that needs to be paid? I can do that. <laughs> it's just really frustrating because, like, to me, if, if the money is going to exist anyway, and it is, then, like, at least give it to the players, not the people who just, like, sit in a box and write checks. Especially when it's the Yankees. The Yankees are, like, the or at least have been in the past, the one team that it didn't matter how many how much money they threw at people. They had just infinite money. Who gives yeah. a shit? Mm-hmm. And exactly. then, so it's not like it's not like we're 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 wasting too much money on one guy when there's only so much money to go around. There was tons of money that they could throw at anybody, but you know now that's over. So you know Cano is now booed because he got the contract that the Yankees weren't willing to give him because they're cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Yankees could have afforded that. And it's, and even if, like, they were they were trying to, like, cry poor, it's not like A-Rod's contract was the only huge one that they had on the books that was causing problems. So why is he getting the lion's share of the blame? Because he's well, A-Rod. Because the biggest, but... and people don't like him. Yep. Because it's A-Rod. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. The money is a big part of it. And I, I, I find it funny because... I don't know. This is going to be a hot take. I'm going to make some sweeping generalizations about oh, it for people. But All right. going to sit back for this. I, in my experience, it seems like the people that are screaming the loudest about how much they hate A-Rod are the same people who want us to dig up George Steinbrenner so that he can continue violently overpaying aging veterans. <laughs> yep. Like, they're pissed yeah. off at A-Rod for accepting all of this money, but they, they miss George so much because he would never have stood for this team. He would have thrown all of the money in the world at the problem. So, like, make up your mind. Do you want them to spend money or not? Well, they only want them to spend money on players who are worth it in the time period that they are worth it. So, like, you know, they want, you know, I want to pay you year to year based on how good you are. I don't want to pay you eight years from now when you're probably going to be back. Because, (laughs) you know, that's how it works. Yeah, but to People get, don't understand. That's not how it works at all. To get the good now, you have to sort of suffer through the bad later. Just that's the price of doing business. Which in, is exactly what we've been through with A Rod. Yeah. Right. And like Mark Deshera's contract too, where like and he was he, really good for the first few years. Yep. And the last few, not so good. But you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the price of doing business in a guaranteed contract world, where you know. The contracts are long. The contracts are expensive. They go until they're pretty old. Like this, that's just how it is. If you want the good players, you have to deal with what will happen at the end of the contract, or you cannot get those good players. I mean, if you going back to my earlier point, like if you go back and go look up that stat on on Fangraphs, you actually total up all of the money that he was worth since he signed that first contract with, with Texas and all the money that he actually made since he signed that contract, almost exactly even. It's right in the ballpark of about $360 million. <laughs> so it pretty much evened out in the end. You know, you lost some value on the end. He was getting underpaid for the first, say, seven or eight years of that contract. So it all yeah, ended up evening out in terms of what he was worth to the team. But people don't seem to understand that that's how contracts work in professional sports. Well, con- consider that... Um you know, for most of the, most of these players, they're they're basically paid pennies in comparison when you know they're young and good, and then they're compensated later for what they've already accomplished. Right. It's just a it's, it's a system that doesn't really make a lot of sense when you think about it. But that's the system we live in, so that's how it's going to work. Mm. You know, um, A Rod was putting up you know all star numbers. When he was making, who the hell knows what was the mid league minimum back then? I mean, it's like four hundred forty. Looks like when when you yeah, and then someone at home is gonna say like, oh man, I'd love to be making that. Like yeah, <laughs> sure, everyone would be. But when you I would also like to be one of the best baseball players. Exactly. <laughs> when you work not. In any 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 career or any industry that you work in has, you know, an average salary a base salary, uh, you know, this is a salary that makes sense for, you know, this level of, um, of work that you're doing. And baseball is no different. 
it maybe tends to go a little high, but that doesn't make it different from, you know, the average salary of like, uh, like a, a lawyer or, um, I don't know, a teacher. It's all, you know, it works inside the system of what you're dealing with. And it's, you know, league minimum is peanuts. Well, it's just like, you are worth what the market is willing to pay for you. Exactly. So, you know, if if a team is willing to pay $300 million for you, that's what you're worth because that's what someone is willing to pay for you. If you're only worth $100 million, then that's what you're worth because that's what a team is willing to pay for you. And so it just it's always so stupid when people are like, oh, he's not worth it. He's not worth that much money. Nobody's well, worth that much money. Well, it's like, well, you're worth whatever the market dictates that you're worth. If someone's paying you to, to make that much money, you're worth that much money. Like, you're not going to go right. into contract negotiations and be like, $350 million? No, 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 I'm, I'm more of like a 175. <laughs> <laughs> Ease up I there. Think... I don't want to make too much money, okay? Slow down. I believe my valuation is as follows. <laughs> I can't possibly accept more than I'm worth. And oh, yeah. I've decided that I'm only worth $100 million. So please, please keep your money. Another thing I love about Arod's career is that if if it was like almost anyone else, we'd be viewing it as this amazing success story because he was the number one overall pick in the draft, and he became one of the best players in the history of baseball. And, and it he, wasn't enough. No, that never happened. No, like Griffey, and that's about it. <laughs> Chipper Jones a little bit, and <laughs> like like most overall overall picks like you know a lot of them flame out or just have like okay careers mm-hmm. like griffey was the first number one pick to yeah. go to the hall of fame only one to make it to the hall of fame in the, the fifth yeah. year history of the draft <laughs> that's how ridiculously hard baseball mm-hmm. and like he's had a super long successful career and nothing that has happened in the last you know six months because, I mean, last year he was really good. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't change anything. No. But it's just, like, for so many people, it's like, oh, steroids. Oh, he's bad now. Oh. <laughs> oh, the steroids are going to make me not care about anything now. It's no. ruined. Like, it's just like are you comfortable hating certain people when we will never know exactly who was and who was not? doing it. Also, we have no idea what they, what they even did. I mean, like, it's not like we have physical evidence of, like, if you take steroids, this is how better you will be. Right, yeah. yeah that's no one like, actually has any numbers on that. Like, that's how, not how would you do research on that? Exactly. Guys, I'm a scientist. You can't research that. Science! It's just <laughs> science! <laughs> we could that's why give, I'm your scientific advisor to PSA. We could give <laughs> all four of us all of the steroids yes. that oh, exist in the world. I'm still going to be really bad at baseball. And none of us are going to be A-Rod. Like, mm-hmm. None of us are going to be close to a I'm not even going to be Steven Drew. <laughs> no. Well, it's like how so many people, remember, like when the Mitchell Report came out, obviously there were big names on it, but a lot of the names on it were just like random quad A dudes who just took steroids just to get into the major leagues for a little while, like the Bobby Estelaez and Todd Greens of the world, who like were pretty much nobodies, but you know, just getting that extra spot on the roster. And while there could be some problems within the players union about that, because you know, you're costing some people jobs potentially from the outside, it doesn't really matter. And it didn't turn them into superstars really. Yeah. And then, like, A-Rod has always been praised for this ridiculous work ethic, and he's a huge gym rat. He's always, like, at the ballpark really early. He works really hard at his craft. And that, so it's not like he the steroids just magically made him a good baseball player. He was insanely talented and worked his ass off. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... None of that matters now. Because... Of course not. The roids! I'll say this. Like, if you're, if you're a fan of another team and you want to get on A-Rod for doing steroids, whatever. Like, I'll... I give David Ortiz plenty of shit. I mean, for other reasons as well, but... And, like, you know, that Russian swimmer can 
go fuck <laughs> too. But I don't know. What I always never got with A-Rod was why every all the fans of the Yankees were like so quick to jump all over him for, for steroids. Like his own team's fans hate him because of that. And you can't tell me that Yankees fans have this huge problem with steroids and how it's an embarrassment to the team or whatever when Andy Pettit is one of the biggest fan favorites in the history of the franchise. <laughs> Everyone loves that dude. He admitted yeah. to using HGH. What's the disconnect here? And he kept you lying know, it, he kept lying about how much he used too. Like Craig Calcaterra had this great post a couple years ago where he like chronicled every time like Pettit backtracked a little bit more on <laughs> how much he actually used. So <laughs> And once again, like, you know, like I said about Jeter earlier, like I'm not gonna sit here and like shit on Andy Pettit. I no. love him, but uh, you know, you got to kind of put things in perspective here. Like you can give A-Rod shit for making a lot of money. Okay. Derek Jeter made a whole lot of money. You can give him shit for doing steroids. Andy Pettit did steroids. You can call him a bad teammate, which is false, quite frankly, <laughs> false. But even if you want to operate under the alternate reality where he is a bad teammate, we retired Reggie Jackson's number. He was the worst teammate. <laughs> oh my God. So like, <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Goose Gossage has like, a plaque I, in Monument Park, and he got in a fight that ended up breaking his breaking his hand. I think Goose Gossage is actually the worst. <laughs> Goose Gossage, like I'm surprised they didn't they didn't retire his number. <laughs> he sucks. Well, they couldn't so because he wears the same number as a Rolls Chapman. <laughs> no, burn that number. <laughs> burn it to the ground, man. I, I hope that one day they do at least have a plaque out in Monument Park for A-Rod. Like, if you don't want to retire his number, fine, but you should. You have to at least put him in Monument Park. His number should be retired. I mean, Actually, yeah. the numbers one and the numbers three should be retired from all of their uniforms. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that they already have too many numbers retired, but given that they have the numbers retired that they do, 13's yeah. got to be up there. Exactly. A-Rod did more for the franchise than Reggie Jackson. Come on, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. I would totally be in favor of unretiring the numbers. Oh, of course. I would do that in a second. Yeah. Um, I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Let me into All Monument Park paper. for like six hours. And I, will, <laughs> I will take care of it. I'll clean that place up. <laughs> You'll be like, nope, nope. Okay, keep you, mm-hmm. keep you. Nope, nope. Don Vitter Frank, got to go. Yeah. Jo- Joe Torre, why are we retiring managers' numbers? Get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just had to clear all the single digits. So was... Of course, you know. <sighs> well, good news. We have at least one now open because I'm unretiring Joe Torre. Mm-hmm. Second. And then retire Roger Maris, too, probably, because he wasn't with the yeah. team that long either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Maris doesn't really need to be retired. Billy Martin? <laughs> no. There's a, there's a there's a messed up dude that just we're just yeah. on him because George Steinbrenner was like number one um, fan slash enemy of Billy Martin. <laughs> uh, that's that's another topic. Like, mm-hmm. Let's 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 shift it back to some of the better parts of A Rod's career that we enjoyed the most. Let's maybe like go around. What, what do you what were your favorite A Rod highlights? His uh, love of walk off helmet. <laughs> it's so weird. Why did he? Did we ever get like an explanation for that? He's like a puppy. Like he throws no. something and you're like, gotta get it, gotta get it. Gotta get it. Good they luck. must have had um, some kind of game going on that A Rod kept playing longer than anybody else wanted to play. <laughs> I think the theory was that it was kind of like you know, cat the the bride throwing the bouquet after the wedding, and whoever caught it was like had good luck or was the next get married or some something like that. So he's like the crazy bridesmaid that really wants to get married really badly. Yeah, because I guess whoever caught it would get the next walk-off or something. I don't know. But either way, he's like, you need the helmet! <laughs> <laughs> I will never read a better post than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> what else? Um... Yeah, I, I still, I do um, remember the, uh, what, I don't even remember what year it was, when he hit that walk-up home run off of CG. Uh, that was 2009. Yeah. That was 2009? Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, but yeah, I remember watching that game and that happening and being like, yeah! <laughs> 
That Suck was, it, Boston. That was such a great game, too, because that was the year that they, like, started 0-8 against the Red Sox. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, and then that game went, like, 15 scoreless innings before A-Rod homered. <laughs> yeah, and that was Tozawa's... Yeah, was, that game uh, went on forever. That was Tozawa's uh, debut. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. That was his first, uh, that was his first inning, or, or <laughs> appearance, or whatever. Welcome to the big leagues, you have to face A-Rod. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the big leagues, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was that was a great one. I mean, it, I, I was a huge fan of the, the home run he hit, the... Was the first game back or the first weekend back after after the suspension? The whole thing with uh, Ryan Dempster where he hit. Oh, oh my god. god! That was the first weekend, I think. When he yeah. did the uh, when he when he did uh, the David Ortiz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, front exactly. Cross the plate. Like, I was like, sky. oh that my was god! After Dempster like goal. threw That's behind him twice. The 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 biggest ball. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Like, like yeah, I remember I remember watching that. I've been like thinking like, how does anyone hate him? Like, oh my god, this is amazing. That was, like, the biggest heel moment of his career. <laughs> that was absolute heel turn, like, done. Incredible. <laughs> just, I mean, he could have stormed the mound. He could have done whatever. But he was just like, yo, I got this. I mean, literally nothing he could have done would have been better than that. No. He could have gone out there and punched Dempster in the face, and it would have been less awesome than what he actually did. And for as displeased as we are with Joe Girardi right now, that was one of my favorite Joe Girardi moments, and he, like, ran out just screaming for Dempster to get ejected because it was such shit. <laughs> was that he was, it? like, was swinging on that up. Yeah, and he was going to hit... He, he almost looked like he was going to hit the guy. Yeah. And then he yells, like, someone's going to get hit! <laughs> someone's <laughs> yeah. going to get hit! He got ejected, and he's, like, walking to... Somebody's going to get hit! Somebody's going to get hit! <laughs> I with his, like, you. really fast head nod thing that he does. <laughs> I was always fond of the um, the game against uh, Bartolo Colon when he hit three home runs and drove in ten yeah. runs. <laughs> it's just, like, I remember that one, yeah. the most absurd single-player performance I can recall ever watching. When was that? This is in 2005. Like it was like at the beginning of the his first MVP season with the Yankees. Damn. Yeah, against Anaheim. Yeah, and he just like went nuts. And a lot of the home runs were in like the first few innings, and it was like he almost he almost homered for the cycle. I remember because it was like a grand slam, a three-run homer, and a two-run homer. And so if he got like a solo homer or whatever the one he was missing, it would have been like four home runs in the game and homering for the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> but he still ended up with 10 RBI in the game, and you know. Obviously, RBI is a flawed stat, but the fact that you can post that total in a single game is just speaks to like how absurd his talent level was in those years. Yeah, and Bartolo Colon won the Cy Young that year. Granted, like it was, <laughs> yep. it was a flawed Cy Young victory, but he was really, really good that year. <laughs> K. Rod just destroyed him and throughout his entire career. <laughs> My God, yeah, it was it was just like unbelievable the talent. Can I, can, I re- can I read his slash line against Bartolo Colon for a second, though? Quickly? What? <laughs> okay, so his his triple slash against Bartolo Colon. 63 plate appearances, 411, 429, 1,000. Nice. <laughs> Eight home runs. <laughs> 1429 OPS. Okay, continue. <laughs> wow. I enjoyed his three home run game against the Twins. Oh, that was great. Because, (laughs) like, no one expected him to be that good. I didn't think he had a game like that left in him. No. And um, they were just, like, huge, huge home runs. And it was glorious. I was, like, reeling in my seat. Was was that the game where um, John Ray Murphy hit the walk-off home run? That was a great game. That was a great Mm. game. And it was like it was very reminiscent of the the Joe Nathan game from 2009 because he tied it in the ninth with this huge blast to center field off their closer at the time. I think it was Perkins, but mm-hmm. the, that was the third home run of the game. It's like wow. Because the Twins. <laughs> because the Twins. Because the Twins. That's it. End sentence. All right. Did everyone go? You yeah. can go now. Okay. A lot to go. Um, another one of my favorite A-Rod moments was the, uh, Louis Castillo game, <laughs> where he, um, he hit a pop-up that Louis Castillo dropped, and they won the game. That was, 
Awesome. I forgot that, that, was, that was A-Rod that hit that. Yeah, that was A-Rod. That was one of my favorite moments. That was like peak lol Mets right there. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. By the way, speaking of the Mets, I don't know. I, I know we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if this has actually made it onto the podcast yet, but the Yankees have a better record than the Mets right now. <laughs> the Mets yeah. just got... I'm not sure if we mentioned that before we started recording or not, but... Uh... The Mexican just got swept by the terrible Diamondbacks. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys even doing? Well, they have Frankie, so they have to be. <laughs> Make those sweet uniforms. It's true. Uh, I think we're back to you, Sean. Uh, I I just appreciate everything that he did in 2009 playoffs. <laughs> so you're just claiming, um, claiming, the, claiming the entire subset. <laughs> I mean, that whole that whole playoffs was just incredible because. I was living in New England at the time. I was living in Rhode Island, and most of my friends were diehard Red Sox fans. I lived with four of them. Um, and, you know, I, I had been on the receiving end of a pretty significant amount of crap in 2007. Oh, yeah. So I was very excited to yeah. give it all back to them. And, I, A-Rod, if you're listening, thank you for <laughs> giving me the opportunity to... Uh, viciously mock my roommates for months, really. <laughs> um, I, I really appreciate it. Hey, Rob listens to this, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. He's a yeah. big PSA guy? Uh, yeah. yeah. They put it on the uh, speaker in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He, he listens to it. I mean, David Cohn's listening. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> he listens Tony, to it. He listens um, to it when he's going through paperwork at A-Rod Corp. <laughs> <laughs> Signing balls, signing special balls, and listening to the PSA podcast. Those are his eight special balls. <laughs> yeah. But just like that, there's 2009 playoffs. So there's the homer off Nathan, then there's the homer off Carl Pavano. That was the go ahead one game three of the division yeah, series. Yeah, Carl Pavano. That yeah, that awesome. asset. Then he had a big game tying extra innings homer against the Angels. He had like two more homers against the Angels in the championship series. Then the World Series, he had the the homer that went off the camera for the instant replay. Yeah. yeah. The first instant replay in the World Series, because of course it was A-Rod. And, <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, the double that got turned into the centaur gif. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was glorious. Oh. Matsui, Matsui was the MVP of the World Series, and Sabathia was MVP of the Championship Series. But for overall playoffs MVP, I feel like it would have to have been A-Rod. Yeah, start to finish. He had an unreal year. It's too bad that there isn't some sort of honor that he was given for that, but he should have. <laughs> they should create one and call it the Alex Rodriguez. Yes! <laughs> the Alex Rodriguez. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and people will lose their minds because A Rod's not clutch. <laughs> Man. Oof. The eight special balls thing. Still yeah, I, that that, 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 was, that was. I don't even know. Like when I was uh, watching that for uh, the post I wrote the other day, I was like embarrassed listening to it. It's just like, what it's is so going awkward. on here? <laughs> it's so awkward. And like how it was like, like he understands Spanish, dog. You're just not making sense. <laughs> yeah. Like like what the like, what the hell? Like I'm sorry that whatever blood vessels you have first <laughs> and not make any sense. But like How many of the eight? How many of the eight? Like she's annoyed that you don't know what she's talking about. It's a monument field. Mon- <laughs> monument center. Mon- yes. yeah. <laughs> and then and the A just sits up there and is like, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't remember that this but like when I was rewatching it, he like looks around at everyone and was like, I have no idea what she's talking yeah. about. Get this crazy woman out of here. Can we get her some medical attention? She may be stroking out. <laughs> like the dude who asked at the Prince Fielder press conference, like, do you now know how Lou Gehrig felt? When... Oh my God, did that really happen? Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh no. and then Prince Fielder had the best response. He just like waits for a second. He's like, what? Like, am I dying? Is this it? Do you consider yourself the luckiest man on the face of the earth? (laughs) Do you see that I'm in this next place? It's like, okay, dog, whatever. 
Oh, holy God. <laughs> they really need to, like, vet questions. Just to... Seriously. But also not, because it provides <laughs> such clarity. Another great A-Rod moment I enjoy was one that was, did not really involve him directly, but in 2012, when he was kind of hurt because of his hip in the Division Series, and Joe Girardi actually pinch hit Raul Obanias for him in the ninth inning when he when like needed a tying run. And, you know, A-Rod was just like, okay, whatever, I'll deal with it. Then Obanias is the game-tying home run, and A-Rod's like the first person out of the dugout to be like, yeah! <laughs> but he's a bad teammate. Oh, yeah, a terrible. He's so the worst selfish. teammate. Yeah. Just atrocious. You know, like, when, Joe Torrey like, wrote that book once. Yeah. Remember when he was, uh, you know, helping uh, DD out at a shortstop and everything was great after that? And... Yeah. Remember when he kept that kid from being hit by a truck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, terrible person. God. The worst. History's greatest monster. Remember yeah. when he, he helped steroids at one time? He's terrible. Remember when he helped Robinson Cano turn from, like, a decent second baseman to a superstar? Yeah, that was... Terrible. <laughs> that was no really worse. cool. Well, no wonder why we chased them off. Same deal, like helping Manny Machado, like a guy not even on his team, but he became like a mentor to him. And now no, no, was the best player. Proves that he's a bad teammate because if he was a good teammate, he would not help our rivals. Ah! <laughs> and all anybody would say was like, "Oh, yeah. if, you, if you go work out with uh, a Rod, he's just going to give you steroids." <laughs> of course. That's trans- how he makes them all good when he works with them. Like a Rod ah. should create his own, like, baseball camp. Like, the Carlos Beltran, like, baseball academy, the Alice Rodriguez baseball empire. A-Rod Court. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really enjoy um, the gif of A-Rod just taking two chunks of Jeter's butt. Yes! <laughs> Double fisting the butt. <laughs> Double fisting the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta grab that big, um, big old meat. Don't Google that, kids. <laughs> Double fist the butt. Because, like, I don't think there's anybody else who would do that or could do that. <laughs> because I feel like Jeter would just, like, eliminate them from life. But Era uh, just walks up and gets two big old handfuls and just. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Jeter hated A Rod. Hashtag yeah. narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're enemies, mortal enemies. He, 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 he dropped that pop up that one time, and, and there's that like that look. So. They're just like Cecil and Harambe, really. A <laughs> <sighs> Rod is Harambe. A <laughs> Rod killed Harambe. There was the sign at Fenway tonight. <laughs> <laughs> With a chair, apparently, or like a stool. <laughs> it's like a drawing of a. I, I'm not even sure. That was confusing. <laughs> Wait, what? There, there was, was a sign that said, I killed Harambe, and there was like a drawing of a stool or a chair. It so it was a bar stool person. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was. oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't really understand that at first, but. Or right, A-Rod, A-Rod shot Harambe. A-Rod shot Harambe. And he got a stool there. Anyway. <laughs> Do you have anything else off the top of your head, Sean? Oh, um, yeah, it's definitely a barstool sign. Screw that guy. Um, what else, say, Rod, that we haven't covered already? I feel like we're, we've just generally undersold the fact that he moved to another position when he was the best player in baseball. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't get like, love either. <laughs> like we did. Well, he did it without complaint. Like there was no. no he never once complained about it. He's just like, all right, I'll play third. Sounds good. Really, the dude just wanted to win. He yeah. wanted to be off those awful Texas teams. Because, like, before he came to the Yankees, like, and this won't endear him to any Yankees fans, but, like, he wanted to take a pay cut to go to Boston. Yeah. Like, a massive, uh, such a large pay cut. Yeah. Million, players had to step in and shut it down. Mm-hmm. $40 million. And that deal fell through. He came to the Yankees and switched positions instead. Like, the guy just wanted a championship. Yeah. Yeah, imagine, imagine voluntarily taking a pay cut at your job. A huge yeah. And not even like you went to a new job that paid you less, actually giving up money that you were owed. Yeah. Like if you had a salary and then you were like, you know what? I want this business to keep going. I will take less money. 
take away some of my money. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. Nope. I think the main takeaway here is that no one appreciated him enough and how rare of a talent he is and that, like, we may not live to see another guy as good as him. In, in the same sense. Like, obviously, Mike Trout is really good, et cetera, but, like, as far as just, like, the insane power, like, From a short challenging <laughs> the home run title and all that stuff, like, yeah. who knows when we will see that. Yeah. Trout is great now, but we don't know if he's going to get all the way up to, like, almost 700 home runs. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's right. the thing. Like everyone wants to compare all these really good players that are doing good really right now to like these, you know, Hall of Famers that like you know. Remember when everyone was like, "Oh, Craig Kimbrell is better than Mariano Rivera." And it's like, yeah, tell me that in fifteen years. Yeah, it's really hard to put in twenty years of a career and to be good. And Kimbrell is whatever the hell he's doing right now. <laughs> Needing it's to be bailed out by uh, random dudes. <laughs> it's never a given that somebody will get there. Like even though Mike Trout is great now, like what will he be in ten years? We don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anything what can happen. Who knows what happens to Bryce Harper? Yeah. Yeah, Harper has had like a big drop off after being absurd last year. So. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a process. You never and you never know if these guys are going to get hurt either. Like yeah. that too. You step the wrong Ken way running. Supposed and... to go hit. 800 home runs. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt and missed like three years in a row. You just never know when you're going to see that kind of like generational talent that actually worked out for the entire career. I mean, go go look up the career war list. I got it right in front of me right now. A-Rod is number 16 all time. If you go by wins above replacement, he's the 16th best baseball player ever. And most of the guys in front of him all retired before like 1930. And so, and you could probably sell those guys down a little bit too because they never had to face, you know, integrated ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You you go through this list. I mean the only the only guys that were that are ahead of him on this list that played in the last thirty years. Barry Bonds is fourth, uh Roger Clemens is eighth, and that's it. <laughs> right. Like, longevity is like I don't know if you want to call it a skill, but, like, it's certainly something that not everyone gets. And, like, you know, you, you obviously don't wish it upon anyone, but, like, any of the star players today could step wrong rounding the bases and do something to their leg or get hit with a pitch and do something to their wrist. And everything changes from that point. So the fact that A-Rod was able to do it for so long and at such a high level is just, like, insane. Mm-hmm. Like Prince, so like we just saw with Prince Fielder, he had 285 home runs up through his age 29 season, and all of a sudden, just like a few years later, it's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody, you know, would have seen that coming. No. Just how it happens. <laughs> also, A Rod had 429 home runs after his age 29 season. <laughs> oh my god. He was real good at baseball, I think, is the, the main <laughs> statement of this this podcast. That's the hot no way. Whoa. You take one thing away from this podcast, that A-Rod was good at baseball. <laughs> also really good at being a dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dad <laughs> not showing up in suit at school. His jogging suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's just like you know, no one's saying that he's perfect. God knows he's not. Um, but like, you know, a lot of people were talking about after it was announced he was he was going to get cut by the Yankees that his career was incredibly human. That he made mistakes and he made good on those mistakes. He made more mistakes. You know, it was all a process and. Things were good, things were bad, but it was, you know, there was, you took this, like, Herculean character, this man filled with all this talent that, like, you know, how many people have been gifted with this amount of talent, and throughout his career, you've just seen him, one, grow as a human being, and two, 
go through all like the ups and downs that everyone goes through in life, you know, um, with his uh, divorce and becoming a father and stuff like that. You saw it all because he's always in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you talk about how he acted when he was younger, um, you can kind of understand that because, you know, he was 18 when he came to the majors. Yeah, like that. That's the, not even yeah. Harper was that young. He was nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's eighteen years old, and he was in the majors for like good, and he grew up in a baseball locker room, which sounds like the worst place to grow up. <laughs> Pretty much around, like even though Adam LaRoche thinks otherwise, <laughs> it's an incredibly bad place to break to to raise a child to actually just live in because of just the personalities and everything that's going on. And somehow he kind of made it through there to be like seemingly a good dad. Like what are we finding fault in? Mm-hmm. Also, another thing I just thought about, you know, you know, so A-Rod left the Mariners and there was a lot of animosity, too. That precedent was kind of set by the, the superstars that were there when A-Rod came up, because Randy Johnson was not happy with how the Mariners were handling his contract, so he demanded a trade, so that's how he went to the Astros. And then Ken Griffey Jr. demanded a trade because he didn't want to play in Seattle anymore. <laughs> so, it's just like, because <laughs> he, he wanted to play in Cincinnati. And, like, then A-Rod yeah. leaves, and suddenly... For the for the money, and that's that's what was the real real what really got them, I guess. <laughs> so, just some more shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he left because uh, the hometown team wasn't giving enough money. So, uh, evil. Also, I found the um, the photo that's definitely going to be used for this podcast uh, since Kunj just posted about it in the uh, in Slack. <laughs> And I just sent it to you guys. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I have the number 13. This is mine now. <laughs> I want Show, to. Showing up I, in the monster. I totally want to know, like, what every team would have gotten him in a farewell, farewell tour. <laughs> because a, a, an Alex Rodriguez farewell, farewell tour would have been hilarious. Yeah, because it's just like, well, what do we do? I guess gotta like honor him, but like we're gonna boo him anyway. So it's... no, but like think about all the things that the uh, the team's got: Mariano Rivera or uh, Derek Jeter, and like imagine Alex Rodriguez getting them. Like they would just give him all suits, like the various ra- suits. <laughs> the Rangers give him a cowboy hat. He he'd wear that shit. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he'd wear it around. Be like, hey yeah, guys, wear that damn damn thing. He'd show up at his daughter's school and be like, hey! (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Sandcastle person? (laughs) He'd be like, whoa, look at this! Let me take a picture with this. Put it on my Instagram. (laughs) Sandcastle Rod. (laughs) A-Rod Olmec head. Oh my god. Fuck that we've denied this. Really a damn shame. <laughs> damn shame. Damn shame. Oh, there was the time, the, the, the slide, too, where he, like, had the paint me like your point of your French girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one was of, a good one. One of the all-time gifts. <laughs> and the emails with Randy Levine. Oh. Oh, yeah. Chip. You, Chip. Are, you are the best. <laughs> Why did you keep calling him Chip? <laughs> Randy Levine is the worst. <laughs> really is. Oh God. Well, maybe maybe he'll give us one more one more great highlight tonight. That'd be that'd be fun. I'd support it. I hope so. Oh man, I'm gonna be at the game. Yeah, that's I, right. You're going. I'm gonna be real pissed off if people start booing him. Just start yelling at people. 
Yeah. You don't know who you're watching. I'm going to throw my drink at them. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I think we have, we have a few people on the staff going to the game because they were they paid attention when it was like Aaron's going to play his last game next Friday. And it's like, okay, buy the stuff up tickets now before like they shoot up well, the price. <laughs> Well, that's the benefit of getting um, press release releases in advance. Yeah. Uh, I saw that, and my first order of business was, oh, let me go, uh, you know, buy that before I write a post about it. Mm-hmm. Got to get to the game. Yeah. <sighs> I wish I could go to that. That'd be fun. Oh, well. So, anything else you want to talk about with A-Rod? He was good at baseball. <laughs> really good at baseball. Whoa. Are you sure? I mm-hmm. am quite positive. <laughs> Likely the truth. And if I hear one more person call him A-Roid or A-Fraud or A-Dog or whatever, I'm going to lose my shit. Stop <laughs> it. It's not funny. At this point, I just like... You're not original. You're not funny. He deserves better than you. Shut up. All of the New York Post headlines, they're like, ah. You suck. It's like, come on, guys. Like, you're being kicked out. It's like, he's got so much money, he's fine, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> and a- you're right. Like, anyone that still calls him A-Roid, it's like, really? This- I mean, Yankee fans do that. Yeah. yeah. Yankee fans do that. Yeah, that's who I was talking to. I mean, like, meathead Red Sox fans want to call him that. Whatever, I'm not going to stop him. But, like, it, it, it annoys me when people who claim to be Yankee fans are calling him that. Like, dude's on your own team. Yeah. And I had, I had done, somebody tell me the other day that I'm not a real Yankees fan because I like a Yeah, that's, that's shit. What? Yeah. You can directly that? off, sir. Someone told you that to your face? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, well, it was on Facebook. It wasn't to my face, I guess. But, like... <laughs> oh, it was, it was to your Facebook. So. Yeah. Wow. That, that takes some ball right there. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you this over Facebook. Did you block this person and unfollow? I wasn't friends with him. It was on somebody else's Facebook yeah. chat. I, I, I defended A-Rod and I got yelled at for it. My God. Well, Nobody you... Yankees fans since 1977. Not like you people who just started being fans in 1996. Sorry I was born in 1989, <laughs> guy. Yeah. yeah no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If your argument ever starts with, I've been a Yankee fan stick XYZ, shut up. <laughs> just shut up. This doesn't mean anything. I've been alive longer than you, so this means something. Therefore, I know more than you. Congratulations, you were conceived 20 years before I was. <laughs> Congrats. Good job. You did a good job. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's my thesis statement. A-Rod's good at baseball, and he won us a championship, so shut up. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a solid <laughs> thesis statement. Real. I mean, we could have been... That's my hot take of the night. We could be the freaking Cubs. They've won in 100 years, and people are like, only one championship? <laughs> no! When I was a child, we won every year. <laughs> like, sorry, that's well, like, bizarre. It's not normal. You notice? Sorry, sorry no, this never happened before. No but team. We're the Yankees! <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool when we were in championships every year. When, when sure. Kids, but... Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like, have you noticed that no team has even just repeated once? Since then, mm-hmm. like that's true. Almost like the playoffs are random, and, mm-hmm. s- and sometimes baseball is hard. And sometimes Joe Saunders can beat you, Darvish, in a playoff. I mean, look at the two teams who were in the World Series last year. Look at how they're doing this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peep that for a minute. Yeah, the Mets, who just got swept by the Diamondbacks and have a worse record than the Yankees, and the Royals, who are under 500. Last I checked. I mean, you do have the Giants in their even years, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, pretty freaking hard. I mean, even the Royals, they made it to the World Series two years in a row, only won once. Mm-hmm. And they had to win a one-game playoff just to get much further in the playoffs in 2014, and they, had, they needed like a five-run comeback in the eighth or whatever. So... Secondary part of the thesis, baseball is hard. <laughs> I agreed. I'm on board with that. And, and 
and the playoffs are a crapshoot. So, mm-hmm. you, know, we, you know any good team, Yankees teams, went out in the first round? They, they, like, just weren't, they, weren't, they weren't clutch, Jason. They weren't clutch enough. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, Duh. You remember, remember when the um, 115-something win Mariners won the World Series? Oh, wait, they didn't. Oopsies. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, best team doesn't always win. Yep. Uh, anything, Tanya? No. A-Rod good? Yep. A Rod, good. A Rod for short. A Rod for shortstop. One more thing. Let's go. Do it. At least put him at third base, for God's sake. Like, yeah. Seriously. Come on. One game. One inning. Let's let's get let's just get one inning at third base. Please. Take it an all star sure. game. You let him play for three three innings and take him out. <laughs> yeah. Joe Girardi, if you're listening, put him in. Actually, no. I want him to play the whole game because I'll be at the game, and once he's gone, I'm being like, I don't care about the game. <laughs> What am I doing here? Hey, you, you gotta, like, keep your eyes peeled for what Starlin Castro does. Starlin Castro. They'll probably bring up uh, Rob Ruff Snyder. You know, I'm gonna watch for him. No, th- no, he's a, he's gonna be in Scranton. <laughs> uh, oh, you're right. They can't call him up again. Yep. Sorry to dash your hopes and dreams. Oh, well, well unless they put uh, unless they put Evaldi on the DL. They could, yeah. Well, anyway. that That's it for us. Regarding Arod, thanks for an awesome career. You were the dude. I know you're listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did good. You did good. You did you good. You are the man, and I've been telling you this for years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can think of no better spot to end on. <laughs> so you can follow us on Twitter at Merns PSA, Tanya Bondurant, Jason Double O Cohen, Pinstripe Alley. Sean is in the middle of an employment search, so we are not giving out his Twitter handle. But Don't <laughs> at me. Don't, don't find Do not Sean. at him right now. <laughs> yeah. Later. Later. At him later. <laughs> at him later with your best Aaron you thing. Save whatever you're going to say for later. And at then him at in the comments. At him yeah. in the comments. Yes. That's where you can have And, uh, oh, and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pinstripe alley. Rate and review us on iTunes if you're feeling generous. And... Do it, do it for A-Rod. It's what he would want. I, I'm pretty sure. As a farewell tour gift, you can rate and review us on iTunes. And like do, it on Rod. Yes. do it for Rod. Yes. Do it for Rod. Do it for Rod. Alright. Thank you for listening. Take care. Go Rod. Alright. Don't you forget about me Stand above me Look my